Time is now. Time is now. No more she'll be right, mate. No more holier-than-thou campaigns about not allowing nuclear-powered warships into this country. Australia has today, only an hour ago, put on the big boy pants. We've got to start behaving like adults, and that means maybe the Australian culture has to change and encourage people to want to join the armed forces. The deal with the subs and more. We'll get to the detail in a moment, such as it is. And your reaction, one double three six nine three. But history has been made in the past 45 minutes, and it sounded like it. Accompanied by the Prime Minister of Australia and the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And there they were. There they were on the waterfront at San Diego. Um, all the grand words and the words out of China. I think it says two things. One, there's an arms race beginning. Second, Australia needs to change its culture in a way I'll describe later. There's a threat. We're spending billions and billions, hundreds of billions of dollars on it. No, no longer will she'll be right do. We'll have the detail you hear from the Prime Minister in a moment, one of his most important speeches he's ever likely to make. But the US President, a couple of things stood out to me. Joe Biden was anxious to make it clear this subs deal will not involve nuclear weapons. There's no confusion or misunderstanding on this critical point. These subs are powered, not nuclear armed subs. They're nuclear powered, not nuclear armed. Okay, he did say US ships would be visiting more often and they'll be nuclear armed. But he also said this is just the beginning. This is just the start of what's happening. So today, as we stand at the inflection point in history, where the hard work of enhancing deterrence and promoting stability is going to affect the prospects of peace for decades to come, the United States can ask for no better partners in the Indo-Pacific where so much of our shared future will be written. OK, they've been watching it in China. You can imagine what the reaction there is. If there is war, as some people fear, uh, well, this will be seen by history as a serious step towards preparing for it. Anthony Albanese's speech, I'll play some of that in a moment, but he did stress the benefits at home rather than defence issue. More jobs, more expertise. He said defence will be the new automotive industry, which is a huge step, big step. Um, I'll, I'll play most of his speech in a moment. It's important. It's historic, and he's spending hundreds of billions of dollars. Now, we'll take a break. I, I would really welcome your reaction. We'll get expert advice. I'll play Elbow's speech or some of it. One double three six nine three. When they're, they're using the the Australians are sort of falling over cliches. New dawn, moonshot. It's an arms race, uh, and I think our culture is going to need to become more alert to all that. We have to make it an honour, a privilege, a national duty, not national service, national duty to serve in the military. We need more of the sort of American South Korean approach where, where it is really a matter of national pride. It's a big change. And we've also got a former Australian Prime Minister saying we're entering a very dangerous time. Kevin Rudd, new ambassador, of course he says he'll save the world, but I haven't heard a Prime Minister use that sort of language before. Nobody wants war, but we'd rather spend billions on welfare, I guess, not war. Roads, not submarines, but we can't. Australia has to become more militaristic in this climate. We need to take this seriously and act accordingly. 